guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I hope you guys are doing really, really well. We have another adventure pack story to share with you guys today. But before we do, here is a quick word for the grown-ups. Okay, so today's story request comes from Florence. And Florence just pulled out her first tooth all by herself, and she was really proud. And so can she please have a story about being brave? Now, this could be to do with her gymnastics, or taking care of her chickens, or being brave at learning new things in school. And she's also a big sister to Josephine and brave little sister to Elsie and Ava. Okay, Florence. Well, thank you so much for all of these ideas and we hope that you love your story. Are you guys all ready? Are you steady? Let's go. A Crocodile in the Kitchen Florence was thirsty. Despite it being the middle of the night, Florence swung her bare feet out of bed, padded across her bedroom floor, and went to get a glass of cool water. The house was dark, but Florence did not want to turn on a light in case it disturbed anyone else sleeping. So instead, she carefully made her way through the house. The kitchen light wouldn't wake anybody, so her hand snaked around the doorframe to search out the switch. And with a click, she was soon blinking rapidly as her eyes adjusted to the brightness. There, straight in front of her, there was somebody stood at the sink. No, not somebody, a crocodile, and he was getting a glass of water. He looked somewhat surprised to have been caught and had frozen his movement with one hand on the faucet and the other clutching the empty glass. Florence tilted her head, not quite sure if she was really seeing what she was seeing. Hi, she said. I was going to get one of those. The crocodile, now realizing that it was just a little girl, smiled a menacing smile and filled up his glass. Were you now? said the crocodile. He took a big slurp of the water, then ran his tongue around the front of his mouth over his sharp teeth. You're very brave to be walking around in the dark. I'm not frightened, said Florence matter-of-factly. I'm very careful. I hold on to the handrail on the stairs, watch my feet, and try not to bump into anything. <laughs> snorted the crocodile. He wasn't very impressed. That's not at all that brave, he said. I was brave at gymnastics, added Florence, pulling out a kitchen chair and sitting down. Sometimes I think I'm going to fall, but I always try to do my best. Do you like gymnastics? Gymnastics? repeated the crocodile. No, of course not. I'm a crocodile. 
Crocodiles like to move as little as possible and then gobble up anyone that gets too close. This last bit was said with a big toothy grin. Aren't you afraid to be close to a wild animal? Not really, said Florence. We've got chickens and I look after them. And sometimes that means I have to pick them up. I'm very brave around them. The crocodile huffed. <laughs> a crocodile is hardly the same as a chicken, he said, looking insulted. Aren't you even a little frightened that I'm a bigger than you? My sisters Elsie and Ava are bigger than me, explained Florence. But I still try to do whatever they do. I'm getting quite big now, so I try to be brave about it. My legs are shorter than theirs and don't always understand what's going on. But I know if I'm brave and I listen and I watch, then I will learn something new. By now, the crocodile had forgotten what was left of his glass of water. It stood half empty beside the sink. He wasn't used to a human acting so bravely in front of him. In fact, he'd never met anyone quite like Florence in all his life. So you're not at all worried that I'm so big and you're, well, so small. Oh no, said Florence, hopping off of the chair. If you're bigger than someone, then it's your job to take care of them. You have to help those smaller than you, like I do with my little sister Josephine. Sometimes she cries because she doesn't like something, so I comfort her and show her everything is all right. As she was speaking, she walked up to the crocodile. He was so surprised, he couldn't help but take two steps backwards. Florence reached up for his glass of water, then hesitated. Um, please may I have a drink of your water? The crocodile, somewhat stunned, found himself nodding his head. As she slurped, the crocodile decided enough was enough. He was a big, scary crocodile, and this little girl had better start believing it. In fact, he decided what could be better right now than making her the ideal midnight snack. The crocodile opened his enormous jaws wide enough to show off his rows of white and yellow teeth. You sure have a lot of teeth, said Florence. They're so much bigger than mine. She took a step closer to look at them. Are any of them wobbly? The crocodile swung his mouth away. Oh no, don't talk about wobbly teeth. I have a loose tooth and I don't like it. Florence suddenly felt very sorry for the big crocodile. A wobbly tooth doesn't hurt, she explained. It needs to come out so a new big tooth can grow. You just need to be brave about it. Something inside the crocodile snapped as he became very angry indeed. Who was this little girl to tell him, a great big crocodile, to be brave? Who did she think she was, walking up to him as if he was nothing but a gecko? Well, he'd show her. He'd teach her a lesson, sure enough. And it would be the last lesson she'd ever learn, because he was going to gobble her up right now. 
he stretched open his jaws and leaned in to where Florence stood beside him and froze because Florence had her mouth wide open too, showing two tiny rows of her entire teeth. Look, she said, I've got a wobbly tooth too. And she reached into her open mouth and gave it a good wobble. The crocodile's eyes went wide. And then Florence did something really remarkable. She pulled the tooth out. There, she said. It was so wobbly, it didn't hurt at all. But the crocodile was no longer listening. In fact, the crocodile was no longer even in the kitchen. He was running down the street as fast as his stumpy legs could carry him. Ah, what a nice crocodile, said Florence, and went back to bed. The End